0: Good morning, church family. Good morning, Kenny. All right, that sounds good. Youngers, y'all looking good. I'm telling you, this is such a joy uh, to have you children uh, in the worship service, and we're looking forward to hearing you sing. And uh, I know everybody else is looking forward to that, and the Bucket Brigade. Wow. Yeah. All right, if you're a guest in the house today, we're so happy you've come this way. And if you're searching for a church home and you're not sure, I think this is the best place to be until God moves you somewhere else. At least you won't be wasting your time, all right? Uh, please, fill out a care card. It should be one there in front of you uh, with an ink pen. And that ink pen, if it, I hope it's, it's there, uh, is yours to keep. Also, let me just share this with you. Ernest D. Hobby, many of you know who I'm talking about. Uh, Ernest is in Cameroon this morning. Uh, he's back home to make sure he get, get his kids in, enrolled in school and things going. And uh, he will be flying into Atlanta next Saturday, somewhere around 2 o'clock or beyond. We don't know exact time yet. But he's got one problem. To rent a vehicle to drive to here is $100. $100. Uh, I, I asked him. I said, "Is that a one way?" Yeah. He said, "It's ridiculous." He said, "I can't, I can't do it." So, y'all, we need somebody. If you know of anybody that might be in that area or would be willing to go uh, to pick him up and bring him here, uh, he'll be spending a night with us that Saturday night, and uh, he'll be preaching in, in two other churches uh, this that Sunday. Um, he also, if, he, if any of you got a car he could use for a week and a half, uh, would be great. If that's something that you'd be willing to do and help out with, um, if, you, if you'd let me know today uh, or first of the week, he said he would call me by Wednesday uh, to let me know exact schedule when he'll be landing um, in Atlanta. Okay, I've uh, been a lot of phone calling. Been a lot of investigating going on for about our baptism. We had hoped it would be next Sunday, Um, so we went. Len and I we went to Chalram Park uh, first of the week. Uh, Am I right? First of the week. Facial expressions (laughs) says a lot. I think sometimes I just need to put a mask on. It's just big grinning all the time. (laughs) But anyway, we went there to make reservations for next Sunday, and they were already booked up. So she says, the next closest thing I have is the last Sunday in this month. And so we went ahead and paid for it and booked it uh, for 4 p.m. until dark. Okay? so. The schedule is this. Brother Mac said he would be glad to drive the bus if you don't want to drive over there. Uh, it's three dollars per car to park, um, five dollars for the bus, and the parking is limited. And so uh, I had t- spoken to Mac about it that we would, uh, the bus would probably leave here like three thirty, because we have the park at four. Hope you have the baptism at four thirty. And then church-wide picnic, the church will furnish the meat, the drinks, and all the paper products, and we're just asking you to bring covered dishes, okay? And so we can gather there, and uh, hopefully it won't be pouring down rain. If it is, well, we'll we'll do what we have to do uh, to make that happen. So if you're in that baptismal crowd, uh, and I haven't talked to you about it, let me know today. Um we want to make sure we got everybody in, got baptismal certificates and um, what have you concerning all of that, but we're looking forward to that. Um, river baptism, uh, you know, they're not doing a whole lot of that today, but I'm glad for some of you uh, who wanted to go to the river, and so we'll be saying more about that next Sunday. Is anybody else have a spoken announcement uh, that you, yes, Heather?
1: Um, First off, I wanted to make an announcement about the children's program. Starting this Wednesday, we will start up officially back to doing our GAs, RAs, and mission friends. So on Wednesday evenings, our children's program will start at 6.30 with our children's choir. At 7 o'clock, the children will be divvied up into GAs, mission friends, and um, RAs. I hope to see all the little children come back out because our Wednesday night program before COVID was big and it was exciting and the kids loved it. So I just wanted the church to know about those activities. Um, The next thing that I wanted to talk to you about is the love offering that I called about yesterday, if you got that on the all call. Um, We have a family that's a part of our church. They haven't been here in quite a while because of COVID, but they have four daughters in this family. It's the Montez family. And three out of the four girls were in a terrible golf cart accident Wednesday. Um, The golf cart would hit a ditch and all of the girls on the golf cart were thrown off and two of the girls, a seven-year-old and a three-year-old got pinned under the golf cart. It flipped on top of them. The three-year-old was caught under her sister Izzy and it actually braced her and it kept her from getting really terribly hurt. The seven-year-old Izzy was airlifted to Greenville Memorial Hospital. One of the corrections that I want to make, that I made on the all-call, was I think I said that her left leg was broken. It's actually her left arm is broken. And Izzy's right leg got cut really bad. And when I say it got cut, pretty much the top of her leg got shredded apart. It went all the way down to the bone, and it also split the muscle in half. When they got to the hospital in Greenville Memorial, she went straight into surgery. So the child has had one surgery. And I was blessed to be able to be led into the hospital yesterday to talk to the family and to visit with Izzy for a little while. While I was there, the surgeon came into the hospital. Izzy does They are looking that Izzy will have to have at least two more surgeries and they're predicting that she will be in there for two weeks to a month for recovery. She is starting physical therapy today, and the little girl is in crucial pain. I mean, she just cannot get comfortable. Um, Unfortunately, the skin is starting to die on top of her leg, but she does have really good blood flow to the leg, and they're very optimistic about her being able to keep her leg, and the surgeries will help a lot. The family is in dire need of help. They are in a tragic time right now. Um, The parents are torn because they have four daughters. So mom and dad are at the hospital with Izzy because of how bad she is, but they also have three other girls at home that are wanting their parents because two other of those children were in the golf cart wreck themselves. I think that this is a great time for our family to minister and show love and to show this family the love of Christ during this time. That's why I wanted to do a love offering for them. They are in some financial need um, with dad being out of work, staying at the hospital. He is their sole provider for the family. The mom had just started that day going back to work. Her first day of work, she got a phone call from the police saying that her children were in a terrible wreck. So. With me saying that, I ask you to please keep the Montez family in your prayers. And today, at the end of service, we're going to have children with our bucket brigade buckets at each exit door. And if you would like to write a check, write it to the church, Baptist Westminster, and we will put it in a pot, and then we will give it to this family. Thank you so much.
0: Okay, Wednesday. Wednesday night, we're starting our meals back up, and the little flyer is in your bulletin. And uh, if you plan to eat, uh, make sure you fill that out so we'll have enough food for everyone, hamburgers and uh, french fries, baked beans, dessert, tea, coffee, um, all this will be enough. For those of you uh, who are guests in the house and you want to be here on here on Wednesday night, fill out one of these. Because the first time you come through the line, you don't have to pay. Okay, so that's a that's a free meal uh, for Wednesday night. Uh, you'll notice the schedule down there. Adults is five dollars each. Children six to thirteen is four, and children six and under are free. And so it's not to exceed. Well, it's fifteen dollars per family, right? Price no matter how many younguns you you got. It's uh, no more than $15. There was an old woman who lived in a shoe. She had so many children, she didn't know what to do. But I tell you what she would do today, she'd call Heather, because Heather will take them in, okay? So uh, keep that in mind, and uh, as we gather together. Anyone else have any spoken announcements? All right, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the privilege to call you our Father, and Lord, thank you for the privilege that you have given us today to assemble in your house. Your word says that we need to do not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. And Lord, I thank you for every person that's in this room today. All of our guests, if we prayed early this morning for our guests, Lord, I thank you for them. And I pray that you're blessed in everything that be said and done in here today for the singing, for the music, for the offering, for every prayer For everything that's going on, God, we dedicate it, we give it to you because we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, Susan. He lives, He
2: lives. Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives, He lives salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives? He say it together. He lives within my heart. Amen. Let's stand and sing that.
3: most gracious heavenly father we just come lord just giving you the praise and the glory lord for everything that you bless us with you give us so much lord and just ask for so little in return we just ask that you be with these tithes and offerings and be with upbuilding this kingdom lord and for this church lord go with us guide us and direct us in jesus name we pray amen
0: Okay, y'all, our children are coming to sing for us this morning. And immediately following their singing is uh, our bucket brigade. Now, if you don't know what that is, um, our bucket brigade, these kids, from the minute, they're, they're going to get a bucket. And they're going to come around to you, and they want all your pocket change you've got. Uh, and the money goes into our children's ministry, and uh, it's been a great success. So that's what it'll be about when they finish singing um, they will be getting buckets and uh, coming to visit you and me, okay? So don't give all you got at one time because they may come back by. You know, I've seen them do that. If they don't get it the first round, they'll go back around and do it again. Okay, John?
3: All right. Thank you, Pastor. Yes, we are here again in the service. I'm so glad to be here with you today. We are here to proclaim that God will make a way. Amen.
0: Amen. Right.
3: When there's no way, God will make a way. We have three soloists today. Rowan and Maddie are singing solos again for us today. But we have a new soloist today, Mr. Easton over here. And uh, be praying for these guys because the nerves try to get them a little bit. But I think they're going to be great. And uh, just just pray for us as we sing. Yeah. Thank you.
0: take paper money. <laughs> All right, y'all ready? One, two, three. Thank you! All right. Thank you, Brantley. Well, you. Yeah.
2: beautiful, beautiful part of the service this morning. Let's stand and continue our service by singing Down at the Cross.
0: time for our intercessory prayer time. Brother Danny Boggs uh, will be coming to lead us this morning. If you want to come to the altar, join us at the altar. we we'll would be, be glad for you to come. If you feel like you don't want to stay in the pew, then that's okay too. If you want to join hands with somebody. But we need to continue praying for our government, of, government officials, our military, our law enforcement, our first responders, our fire and rescue people, uh, our farmers, our doctors and nurses, our students, our bus drivers, our, t- our teachers and principals, um, our choir, continue to pray for Kim Crenshaw, Tony Black, our homebound, Mr. Billy Martin, uh, Miss Judy Davis, um, our ladies that are expecting babies, uh, our music search committee for rain. And for Izzy uh, uh, Montez, uh, Cindy Speed, uh, Jason Dickert, uh, Mike O'Shields, and Robin, I know I'm not going to say this right, Treat, God knows who that person is. Um, but much to be prayed about. Y'all. I don't have to tell you that our country is, it, is very unrest. Um, As a lot could be said, God knows what's on your heart this morning, so if you want to come to the altar and join me, it would be fine. Brother Danny, you come and lead us this morning.
4: Okay, let's let's pray this morning. Father, we thank you for, again, the privilege to be in your house and uh, the occasion which brings us together. We we especially thank you, Lord, for the visitors who have uh, shown up here, the new faces. We are so thankful to have them here and uh, pray that they would be uh, feel welcome here and, and find it uh, a home for them. Uh, we lift up now, Lord, the prayer list that's been mentioned. There's so many people on the list, Lord. Uh, uh, some are not members, but some are members. We, when we just lift them all up to you and ask that your hand would be upon each and every one as you uh, see fit to deal in their lives, Lord, if it be your will, we pray, Lord, that you would heal them up and allow them to once again enter your house at the appointed time. And Father, we thank you for allowing our children to go back to school, and we pray, Lord, that you would bless them, bless the teachers, and just allow the transition into school to be good for them. We pray, Lord, that you would bless the leadership at school and just be with the parents as they guide their their children through uh, through this time, uh, especially, Lord, since uh, we are dealing still with the pandemic, and we just pray that you would um, somehow, Lord, intervene in that. And, and uh, if it be thy will, uh, draw a conclusion to it uh, and allow us all to, to get back to our lives. We especially thank you, Lord, for protecting our church during this time. And uh, thankfully, Lord, we... Are not aware of anyone here that's suffering with it, and we just uh, give you the thanks and the praise, honor, and glory for that as well. Uh, we lift up the preaching to you today, Lord. We pray that the, uh, the word would be uh, uh, fresh and anew on our hearts and our minds, and we pray, Lord, that you would just uh, allow your, your Holy Spirit to dwell throughout the, the, the building, Lord, as, as each one of us are, are hearing uh, the word today. And, uh, again, we just uh, pray that uh, everything that's said and done here, be done in accordance to your will. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Oh. Uh-huh.
0: Thank you, choir, oh, for a thousand tongues to sing in honor of the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. There's none come before him, there's none coming after him, but he's coming. I hope you're ready. I hope you're prepared. You've talked to your lost friends. You've talked to your lost family members. It's an urgent time. If you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn with us to the Gospel of John. The Gospel of John, chapter 14. Be reading verses 15 through 21. All of these words should be in red in your Bible if you have a red lettered edition. Of course, that's Jesus speaking, and this is what he says. If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Get that word forever. He's not going to leave us. He's not going to forsake us. He's going to be there with us forever. Even the spirit of truth. Whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not. Now the world, meaning the lost crowd, okay? The only, only thing they see concerning the Lord Jesus is you and me that are saved. And the life that we live before them. Neither knoweth him, but ye know him. For he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Yet a little while and the world seeth me no more. But ye shall see me, because I live, ye shall live also. At that day ye shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. He that hath, he that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father. And I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Father, I pray that you'd help us to do our best to live before you and live before the world that they might hear and that they might see Jesus. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. I got to where I don't want to look at the news anymore because our entire world um, is is unrest. There is unrest. Possibly, you know, to think about it, uh, your or my home may be at unrest. You know, there's so much going on in our uh, our community, uh, in our county, our state. The United States, the world, you know, you can't turn the TV on without hearing about killings and shootings and on and on it goes. It's it's, it's getting worse instead of better. And we, not only this morning, but in our household every morning we pray for our law enforcement. I wouldn't want their job. There's not enough money there for that. But we have men and women who are doing it every day to enforce the law. And it seems like the more they try to enforce the law, the more they're shot down. You know, where are we as citizens? You know, Cain asked God, am I my brother's keeper? You better believe you are. We've got to help them. We've got to be on guard. You know, it's not just enough for, for our own little surroundings at our, our house, but it's, it's, it's others. You know, I, I, I appreciate our neighbors that a lot of times will call and say, hey, are y'all home? Yeah. Well, I didn't know. I just saw some activity around your place that didn't look exactly right. Yeah, we're home. Hey, we need to look out. The Bible teaches for us to look out for one another. Uh, you know, when I, when I think about uh, unrest, even when our Lord walked the face of this earth, there was unrest. I mean, He couldn't even rest. In fact, He said, I don't have anywhere to lay in my head. Unrest. Unsettled. Psalm 37, uh, verse 7 says simply this, Rest in the Lord. That's the only place you're going to find any rest, by the way. Rest for your soul. Now these bodies, hey, they're waxing old and they're wearing out. You know, sometimes we hurt from a big toe all the way to the top of our head. I mean, hey. <laughs> We're not put here to stay. Isaiah 26.3 says, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace. Did you get that? perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee for one reason, because he trusteth in thee. Do you trust the Lord? You know, I, I, I trust the Lord, but a lot of public places I go outside of here, I wear a mask. I trust the Lord, but I wear a mask. Get in a boat, hey, I trust the Lord, but I got life jackets. Hello? Hello? You know, we trust the Lord, but there are other things that we can do to to help life and help physical beings and help those that are around about us. Philippians four seven, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. You know, I've looked at this many times. As I get older, the more pills I'm on. And you know, I'm not having any side effects except I'm heart and lungs and stomach wise, I feel better. Heart, lungs, stomach, ain't much else left, are there? I feel better. You know, you know when your heart hurts, you know when it's tough to breathe, you know when things aren't settled down in here. So, I I thought about this. I I reckon they make pills for everything. You know, just to name a few, they make pills for the headache. They make pills for the backache, stomachache, arthritis, bursitis. (laughs) They make pills to help you remember. They make pills to help you forget. They make pills to help you breathe. They make pills to keep you getting pregnant. They make pills to thin your blood down. They make pills to thicken it up. They make pills to slow your heart down. They make pills to speed it up. They make pills where you can get on a high. They make pills where you make you go to the bathroom. They make pills to make you stop going to the bathroom. <laughs> they make pills to help you sleep. They make pills to wake you up. Stay awake. They make pills to help you not want to eat. They make pills to help you want to eat. Now, they probably don't make this pill, but I thought about this. They make pills to help you remember to take the pill. (laughs) Anything to do something with a pill, you know. It's just like the world says, if I I had a pill to take. Well, they make pills to raise your blood pressure. They make pills to, to lower the blood pressure. They even make pills for swimming pool. I got an electric train that you can put a peel in the, in the smokestack and, and when it starts up it, it goes to smoking. Now I know all of you, I can remember in days that I, I didn't, only peel I took if I had a headache, that was it. But now I'm not exaggerating. You can count them. I am not exaggerating. I, I probably near 12 pills every morning. I asked the doctor, what's this for? Oh, that's for your heart. Okay, what about this? And what, what's this one for? Well, that's for your heart. Seems like everything's for the heart. And I'm thinking, what is the heart of the matter here? I mean, it's pills, you know. And, and sometimes he puts me on a, another pill. And, and, and when I get the, the, go to the pharmacist and, and get them, and, and there's one little pill. I mean, it's, not, it's, it's half the size of a number two a pencil eraser. I'm thinking, what could that little guy do? But I found out if you don't take that little guy, the big guy will let you know, hey, you forgot to take this pill at night, seven or eight. But I sleep so good. <laughs> but I'm not taking a pill to sleep. You understand? I'm serious now. I don't take no pill to sleep. I don't take no pill for my nerves, but sometime I'll tell folks, and I'll do it in front of Lynn. I say, you're tearing my nerves all to pieces. Lynn said, you ain't got no nerves. <laughs> May not. I won't do it, but recently one of my young'uns sent me a picture of a one-man helicopter. It says this thing had not been used, but one time it's sitting in the barn. It's $27,000. So the other young'un sends that un a thought, Do not show this to Daddy. Airplane's flying over. I look up at it. Oh, man, a lie. And the other one said, you don't need that. I said, listen, I could take off right here in the field. He said, yeah, one time. <laughs> <clears throat> Pills. You know, uh, listen, yes, I'm taking a lot of them. And, and all of them, with the exception of two, that's a baby aspirin and, and, a, and a vitamin, it's all prescription stuff, okay? And, and so, you know, a long story short, I started out at the Mayo Clinic in Jacksonville, Florida. Went through all manner of tests. Now, I was in bad shape when they hauled me down there. I mean, I didn't want to live. I didn't want to work. I had no energy. <clears throat> I had a lot of pain. But between that doctor and Mayo and my heart doctor here and my regular doctor, all three worked together, which was amazing. They all three worked together and got me on the right medications. Hey, every time I go now, my my, my blood pressure's good. a heart rate's good. You don't hear a thing in these big dogs that pumps the blood in and out. Uh whatever you want to call them things, they, they're clear. I have asthma, but they don't hear any wheezing. And I thank God for that. And and most of it can be contributed. Now listen, don't misunderstand, to the peels that God gave somebody of, of smartness to make that peel. But I don't want no peel that, that causes me not to know which day it, it is or, or which ends up. I don't want that kind of pill. I don't need that kind of pill. I'm on a high already with Jesus. So what, I, what do I need a pill to get me pumped up? Okay, I don't need to be pumped up. I don't need to, be, need to be cared for and and babied and and you know I don't need that. But I need is the Lord Jesus Christ to continue to guide my life and help me through life's storms. God's peace in life storm. Let me tell you, I guarantee you there's not a household in here that doesn't have a storm going on of some kind. There are at the house, there's storms. There's always decisions. There's always this to, to take care of and, and appointments here and, and appointments there. And I'm thinking, how in the world do I have, did, did I even have time to work a public job? Because the older I get, the more appointments. Well, praise the Lord right now, I'm six months away from the next one, if I live to see that. But, you know, it's it's one thing after another, storms will come. Listen, I'll guarantee you, there's probably not a household in here that's not experiencing some kind of storm. (coughs) Now, you know what I picture peace like? I picture piece of a mother bird sitting on a nest with babies under her, and her nest is built on a limb that's reaching out over a waterfall that's rotten. And because of the the pressure from the water falling, that limb is doing up and down. But she's sitting there at peace, taking care. Over babies, you know no matter what kind of storm comes, we need to trust the Lord. We don't I don't ask for these storms. you know I, when when uh, when Lynn's daddy had a stroke and had cancer and, and ended up dying with a heart attack, all those days were not easy. It was a storm in the family. And next was my mother with cancer. Six weeks, she was gone, but it was a six week storm. Listen, just because I'm a preacher or pastor doesn't make me immune to trouble. There are trouble in every camp that you come up on. Now, you may not admit you've got trouble, but listen, there, there is somewhere you're either in a storm or you've just come out of a storm or you're headed for a storm. Now, you think about it. Are you living for the Lord Jesus? Is your life one that uh, exemplifies so others can say, I I wish my marriage or I wish my life, I wish my children, I wish my parents were this and that? You know, first of all, when I think of God's peace and life's storm, the first thing that I want to make mention of is the promise of the Spirit. You should find that in your little outline. It's in in the bulletin there. The promise of his spirit. This is verses 15 uh, through 17. Jesus is talking about love here. He's talking about his commandments here. He's talking about his father. You see he had a perfect communication with his father. Okay. He fixes it today so you and I can have perfect communication with God the father. You may not know what to pray or how to pray. That's where Jesus comes in. He's our advocate. Don't worry about what you pray, how you pray, but pray and pray to the God of all gods. And that's our creator who's still on his throne, by the way, and still in charge of this world. You know, I didn't play basketball in high school except in gym where we played. But I think of the world like a basketball. You know, we're going down the court and it's just a slow dribble. We're going down the court. But all of a sudden, the enemy, the other side starts. And then you start dribbling faster and faster and faster. And there's somebody always after the ball so they can be shot. Listen, I feel this way, that the enemy is coming against us. It is against us. And we're dribbling as hard as we can go. And we're throwing it at the goal. Listen, the only way that basket's is going to be made, if you're trusting in God, for his support, for his ability, the promise of his spirit. A couple of things underneath there, you'll see the the spirit of comfort. I'm thankful. When I lay down at night, listen, y'all, I don't have to hope I'm saved. I don't have to hope I'm going to wake up. I don't, I don't. I, I already done took my pills, I, I lay down, and I don't say to heart right, now. Heart, please, please, don't quit beating in the night. Now, lungs, continue to take in oxygen, because I'm just to be off the page, I'm going to sleep. It keeps on going. Get up in the morning, thank the Lord for a good night's rest, or a good night. You say, well, my night wasn't good, but you're still here. Amen. So... Is the spirit of comfort. He gives us an example there in the scripture about love. He gives us equipment. He's, a, he's an advocate. And when we think about that advocate, uh, verse 16, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter. You know that, I don't, listen, I don't know Greek, I don't know Hebrew, but I, I do know this, that that comforter in the Greek is a paracletus. A paraclete, that means one called alongside. Now the first time I heard the word paraclete, I thought, I said, what, what in the world is a paraclete? So I began to just sort of research and That's what it is. It's the Spirit of God. It's that comforter that comes alongside. So uh, this preacher was preaching, and this is some of the things he said. You may not know what a paraclete is, but I bet you know what a pair of pliers are. He said, you can take a pair of pliers... And loosen up or tighten up or hold something. He said you may not know what a paraclete is, but I bet you know what a pair of shoes are. Because listen, I don't want to kick one off and just have one on. You you be walking like this right here and the one without the shoe on, it's gonna get hurt. So you may never heard of a of a, a paraclete, but I bet you've heard of a parasol. What do you use a parasol for? To keep the rain off or to keep the sun off? It's a shield. And that's what the Holy Spirit of God is. That's what a paraclete is. You may never heard of a paraclete, but I bet you've heard of a parachute. If you're going to jump out of an airplane, you make sure it's a good parachute so it can let you down. Real gentle. you may never heard of a paraclete. But I bet you heard of a paratrooper. He'll come right down for your protection. You may not have heard of a paraclete. But I bet you've heard of a paramedic. You know what? A paramedic will come to where you are. The Holy Spirit of God will come to where you are. If you have him in your heart, he's already there. And He will work and, and walk you through the storms of life that you have. But you've got to trust Him. It's, it's not something that's automatically uh, going to happen. It's not something that's automatically going to take place. But we've got to trust Him. So we see the spirit of comfort. Then there's the spirit of truth. Also, in your outline there, the spirit of truth. Why do people want to lie? You know... We tell one lie, and then we've got to tell another lie to, to back up that lie, and the third lie, and the first thing you know, we don't forget what the first lie was. Two little boys had thrown a rock, or somebody had thrown a rock and broke a window in the church. And the preacher saw it happen, and he went outside and called the boys in Wanted it together, first of all. And he said, which one of you boys threw that rock? Neither one would admit it. So he sent one of the little boys out. The only one was there. He asked the little boy, said, where's God? The little boy just shoved his shoulder. In, you know. He said, I don't know. Well, if you don't know, maybe your buddy knows. So you go out and tell him to come in and you stay out, John. And he come in he asks the same question. Where is God? saying it, he didn't know. So the preacher says, I tell you what, you go out here and join your buddy, y'all talk about it and come back in here because somebody's got to confess. They went out together. <clears throat> they pulled themselves aside. They said, what are we going to do? He said, I don't know. I said, God's missing and he preacher don't even know where he's at. <laughs> you know? You got to get right to the point You you know, you do one thing, and it costs you to do something else. Listen, the devil will take you further than you intend to go. He will cause you to spend more than you intended to spend and will cause you to stay longer than you intended on staying. And then you've got to answer for all of that. Life is tough, let me tell you. Uh, You know, the storms of life, not only the promise of the Spirit here, but secondly, there's a promise of His presence Verses 18, I will not leave you comfortless. Hey, I'm not going to leave you without that paraclete. I'm not going to leave you without the support that you need. You know, it don't make no difference what you are, who you are, what you are in society. Hey, I thought this was a, I, well, it, it was a joke, okay? Boy, I tell it, it was a joke. I went in Bennett's. Rental place over on 123. I walked in. I saw this guy. His face was very familiar, but I couldn't recall his name. He spoke to me. Hey, Kenny, how you doing? I said, I'm doing good. Man behind the counter said, sir, can I help you? My friend there says, hey, you know who that is? He said, uh, yeah. I said, that's uh, Kenny Owen. He said, no, no, I ain't. T- or do you know who this is? He said, "Well, I know he's Kenya." He said, "Let me tell you, he's a legend here in this county." Oh my, so man, that's just. <laughs> I told Lynn that. She said, "Are you crazy?" I said, "No, it was the truth." <laughs> so, in a joking way, every once in a while, I'll tell Lynn. I said, "Don't you forget, I'm a legend here." <laughs> you know, he he. Uh, uh, there's the promise of his presence. If you don't feel his presence, then there's something wrong with your relationship with God. He wants you and I to know that he's present, that he is here for us. And when we, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) when we think about that, the promise of the presence, you see, the disciples uh, here, uh, the disciples are reassured in verse 18. He said, I'll never leave you alone. The second thing there, we see the declaration of resurrection. He lives in us. He lives in us. You know that's a blessing? That's a miracle that, that that God would choose us to live in. Hey, if you're saved, the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. The third thing there in this promise of His presence is from despair to revelation. Verse 20. At that day ye shall know that I am in my Father and ye in me and I in you. That day is the day of resurrection. That day is the day when Jesus comes back and raises the dead in Christ and takes us. If we're walking around as a Christian at that time, he'll take us up to meet them in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wow, what a promise well, let me give you a third and a last. We're talking about God's peace in life's storm. Not only is it the promise of the Spirit and the promise of his presence, but there's also the promise of his love. Look at, look at verse 21. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. Who in their right mind would not want to love Jesus. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him and will make myself visible unto him. It's a part of the game of life, the game of love. You see the, the promise of love here. First of all, you see the pattern of Obedience. Now, what does that have to do with the pattern of obedience is keeping the commandments. That's what he said there in the the beginning. In verse 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me. The second there, we not only see the pattern of obedience, but there's the proof of obedience. He said, if you love me, my Father is going to love you. Hey. I love that. I love that, 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 that pattern. I love that proof. But also there's the privilege. The privilege of obedience. Uh, Lynn, through the years, taught her students. 29 years. And she had a saying. Think twice or pay the price. You know, that's good advice to us adults. Think twice or pay the price. You know, I think back. I wish I had a thought twice. But no, I didn't. I made the choice without thinking, and I'm still paying the price. The Bible says that God will chasten every son whom he loves. And I've had many of them, and I'm not immune to them and I think about that, I think of the privilege that God gives me just to be obedient to Him. You know, in in life, when I was when I was growing up, I learned early on if I dis if I would only obey my daddy, things went so much better. If you just obey Daddy, yeah, hey, whatever he says, I'll do it. You know, that's pretty good advice for our, us as husbands. Whatever she says, I'll do it. <laughs> At least you won't have to take nothing back. I did what you said to (laughs) do. Yeah, but you didn't do it the way I wanted it done. Well, how are you supposed to know if you don't get told? God, through the Holy Spirit of God, through Jesus, tells us how to make it happen, Captain. He tells us how to make it happen. And I want to be obedient. Uh, You know, to love Jesus is to love enough to care for one another. If you can't love one another, you ain't loving God. I'm sorry, that's the way it is. You ain't loving one another, you ain't loving God. You ain't loving one another, you don't, you're don't. you not honoring the Lord Jesus Christ. Because he paid it all. He paid it all for you and for me. Jesus said, peace I leave with you. That peace is always positive. It's always positive. Peace I leave with you is positive peace. He said, my peace I give unto you, not that the can give you, not as the world can give you, but I give you peace that passeth all understanding. Only Jesus can satisfy our soul. Sometimes we may have ill feelings toward Somebody. Jesus said, You know, if you don't get that straightened out, my Father's not going to hear your prayers. In fact, when you pray, I hear them first and I pass it on to my Father. So I'm not your filter so you can get by. But I'm the one you're following, so you get it right with your neighbor, get it right with your brothers and your sisters. You know, I've thought about eternity more so now probably than ever before. I told you this earlier. I've had 14 funerals this year so far. 14 funerals. People constantly dying. What is it like to pass from here to the other side? That's what we've been dealing with on Sunday night. What is it like to pass from here to the other side? Listen, there's no in between, y'all. To leave here without Jesus is like staying in a house fire and burning up. It's not a good idea to leave here without the Lord. Only the heart of Jesus, implanted in you and me through the Holy Spirit of God, is going to answer the storms of life. You know, many of those storms, y'all, we don't ask for. They just come. We don't ask for them. But on the other hand, sometimes our decision brings about storms that disrupts our life and carries us into places that we wish we'd have never went. But we have a loving God who will forgive us if we ask. Jesus paid the price. He paid it all. One drop of blood was all it would have took to save you or me. But he gave it all to cover every person who'd ever come. There's room at the cross for everybody. Whosoever will, the Bible says, let him come and take of this water of life freely. Free. It's free. So what's salvation going to cost me? Just simply give in. Turn your life over to Jesus. It don't mean you won't have storms of life. And the storms may not end the way you want them to. But he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Trust the Lord with it. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your love, for your grace, your mercy. And Lord, thank you for assurance that you are not going to leave us, that you are there for us. And all you ask us to do is to love you, And love your commandments. Keep the commandments as best we can. And we know the word says if you break one you've broken them all. But God I thank you that you are a loving heavenly father. Who stands ready to forgive. Thank you for Jesus. For his death upon the cross. For his resurrection. And for God to prepare us a place. Father bless our people. Speak to hearts. And may your will be done in Jesus name. Amen. Whatever reason you might want to come to the altar, it doesn't matter what the reason is. Bring your storm to the altar. Bring your storm to the altar this morning and leave it there. So God can deal with it. And He will if you bring it to Him. Susan, what are we singing? Amen. Ah. Uh-huh. Thank you this morning for your presence and your attention. If you would, pass your care cards uh, to the closest aisle. Um, some of our ushers will be by to pick these up. And uh, Sandra, would you come and prepare to dismiss us, please? Um, tonight, we're looking at the appointment. The Bible said it is appointed on a man once to die, and after this, the judgment, the appointment. We all have one, and you won't cancel that appointment. You won't be late for that appointment. So I invite you, encourage you, be back tonight. I hope you'll have a good afternoon. Uh, we'll have much, much more to say next Sunday about our baptism, uh, what and where and what have you. Uh, Brother Tim and me are going up first of the week and uh, meeting one of the rangers there to take us to I guess one or two or three spots, and we're going to get out in the water and check it out. So uh, we're looking forward to that. And uh, as soon as we get our baptistry fixed, those of you that want to be baptized in here, uh, we'll be doing that. Okay? All right. I hope you have a good afternoon, and we love you. Oh, and don't forget, Brother Sammy Anderson is not feeling good today, so pray for Brother Sammy.
5: Let's pray. Father, God, just again, thank you for just the privilege to come into your house and just sit at your feet for a while. And, God, I pray for any storms that are going on within these four walls. God, I just pray that your peace would be there. God, your hand of comfort. And, God, that whoever, God, just needs a touch, God would just ask, and you're there. God, I just pray for our little ones that are going back to school Tomorrow, God, bless them, keep them. God, go all around them, and just your presence would be in the school with the teachers and the administrators. God, I just pray that you would bless them and keep them safe, God. Pray for all the prayer requests that have not been spoken this morning. Um, God, you know them, and we trust that you're going to take care of them. God, just bring us back to your house tonight. And Lord, we just love you and we praise you. And again, just thank you for the privilege to sit at your feet. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Good morning church family all right that sounds good young and y'all looking good I'm telling you, this is such a joy uh, to have you children uh, in the worship service and we're looking forward to hearing you sing and uh, I know everybody else is looking forward to that and the bucket brigade wow yeah all right if you're a guest in the house today we're so happy you've come this way and if you're searching for a church home and you're not sure, I think this is the best place to be until God moves you somewhere else. At least you won't be wasting your time, all right? Uh, please, fill out a care card. It should be one there in front of you uh, with an ink pen. And that ink pen, if it, I hope it's, it's there, uh, is yours to keep. Also, let me just share this with you. Ernest D. Hobby, many of you know who I'm talking about. Uh, Ernest is in Cameroon this morning. Uh, he's back home to make sure and get get his kids in, enrolled in school and things going. And uh, he will be flying into Atlanta next Saturday, somewhere around 2 o'clock or beyond. We don't know exact time yet. But he's got one problem. To rent a vehicle to drive to here is $100. $100. Uh, I, I asked him. I said, "Is that a one way?" Yeah. He said, "It's ridiculous." He said, "I can't, I can't do it." So, y'all, we need somebody. If you know of anybody that might be in that area or would be willing to go uh, to pick him up and bring him here, uh, he'll be spending a night with us that Saturday night, and uh, he'll be preaching in, in two other churches uh, this that Sunday. Um, he also, if, he, if any of you got a car he could use for a week and a half, uh, would be great. If that's something that you'd be willing to do and help out with, um, if, you, if you'd let me know today uh, or first of the week, he said he would call me by Wednesday uh, to let me know exact schedule when he'll be landing um, in Atlanta. Okay, I've uh, been a lot of phone calling. Been a lot of investigating going on for about our baptism. We had hoped it would be next Sunday, Um, so we went. Len and I we went to Chalram Park uh, first of the week. Uh, Am I right? First of the week. Facial expressions (laughs) says a lot. I think sometimes I just need to put a mask on. It's just big grinning all the time. But anyway, we went there to make reservations for next Sunday, and they were already booked up. So she says, the next closest thing I have is the last Sunday in this month. And so we went ahead and paid for it and booked it uh, for 4 p.m. until dark. Okay? so. The schedule is this. Brother Mac said he would be glad to drive the bus if you don't want to drive over there. Uh, it's $3 per car to park, um, $5 for the bus, and the parking is limited. And so uh, I had t- spoken to Mac about it, that we would, uh, the bus would probably leave here like 3.30 because we have the park at 4.00, hope to have the baptism at 4.30. And then church-wide picnic, The church will furnish the meat, the drinks, and all the paper products, and we're just asking you to bring covered dishes, okay? And so we can gather there, and uh, hopefully it won't be pouring down rain. If it is, well, we'll we'll do what we have to do uh, to make that happen. So if you're in that baptismal crowd, um, and I haven't talked to you about it, let me know today. Um we want to make sure we got everybody in, got baptismal certificates and um, what have you concerning all of that. But we're looking forward to that. Um, river baptism. Uh, you know, they're not doing a whole lot of that today, but I'm glad for some of you uh, who wanted to go to the river. And so we'll be saying more about that next Sunday. Is anybody else have a spoken announcement uh, that you, yes, Heather?
1: Um, First off, I wanted to make an announcement about the children's program. Starting this Wednesday, we will start up officially back to doing our GAs, RAs, and mission friends. So on Wednesday evenings, our children's program will start at 6.30 with our children's choir. At 7 o'clock, the children will be divvied up into GAs, mission friends, and um, RAs. I hope to see all the little children come back out because our Wednesday night, program before COVID was big, and it was exciting, and the kids loved it, so I just wanted the church to know about those activities. Um, The next thing that I wanted to talk to you about is the love offering that I called about yesterday, if you got that on the all call. Um, We have a family that's a part of our church. They haven't been here in quite a while because of COVID, but they have four daughters in this family. It's the Montez family, And three out of the four girls were in a terrible golf cart accident Wednesday. Um, The golf cart would hit a ditch, and all of the girls on the golf cart were thrown off. And two of the girls, a seven-year-old and a three-year-old, got pinned under the golf cart. It flipped on top of them. The three-year-old was caught under her sister, Izzy and it actually braced her and it kept her from getting really terribly hurt. The seven-year-old Izzy was airlifted to Greenville Memorial Hospital. One of the corrections that I want to make, that I made on the all-call, was I think I said that her left leg was broken. It's actually her left arm is broken. And Izzy's right leg got cut really bad. And when I say it got cut, pretty much the top of her leg got shredded apart. It went all the way down to the bone, and it also split the muscle in half. When they got to the hospital in Greenville Memorial, she went straight into surgery. So the child has had one surgery. And I was blessed to be able to be led into the hospital yesterday to talk to the family and to visit with Izzy for a little while. While I was there, the surgeon came into the hospital. Izzy does They are looking that Izzy will have to have at least two more surgeries and they're predicting that she will be in there for two weeks to a month for recovery. She is starting physical therapy today, and the little girl is in crucial pain. I mean, she just cannot get comfortable. Um, Unfortunately, the skin is starting to die on top of her leg, but she does have really good blood flow to the leg, and they're very optimistic about her being able to keep her leg, and the surgeries will help a lot. The family is in dire need of help. They are in a tragic time right now. Um, The parents are torn because they have four daughters. So mom and dad are at the hospital with Izzy because of how bad she is. But they also have three other girls at home that are wanting their parents. Because two other of those children were in the golf cart wreck themselves. I think that this is a great time for our family to minister and show love and to show this family the love of Christ during this time. That's why I wanted to do a love offering for them. They are in some financial need um, with dad being out of work, staying at the hospital. He is their sole provider for the family. The mom had just started that day going back to work. Her first day of work, she got a phone call from the police saying that her children were in a terrible wreck. So. With me saying that, I ask you to please keep the Montez family in your prayers. And today, at the end of service, we're going to have children with our Bucket Brigade buckets at each exit door. And if you would like to write a check, write it to the church, for Baptist West Minister, and we will put it in a pot, and then we will give it to this family. Thank you so much.
0: Okay, Wednesday night, we're starting our meals back up, and the little flyer is in your bulletin. And uh, if you plan to eat, uh, make sure you fill that out so we'll have enough food for everyone, hamburgers and uh, french fries, baked beans, dessert, tea, coffee, um, all this will be enough. You know, for those of you uh, who are guests in the house and you want to be on here on Wednesday night, fill out one of these. Because the first time you come through the line, you don't have to pay. Okay, so that's a that's a free meal uh, for Wednesday night. Uh, you'll notice the schedule down there. Adults is five dollars each. Children six to thirteen is four, and children six and under are free. And so it's not to exceed uh, what it's fifteen dollars per family, right? Price no matter how many younguns you you got. It's uh, no more than fifteen dollars. There was an old woman who lived in a shoe. She had so many children, she didn't know what to do. But I tell you what she would do today. She'd call Heather, because <laughs> Heather will take them in. Okay, so uh, keep that in mind. And uh, as we gather together, anyone else have any spoken announcements? All right, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the privilege to call you our Father. And Lord, thank you for the privilege that you have given us today to assemble in your house. Your word says that we need to do not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. And Lord, I thank you for every person that's in this room today, all of our guests. If we prayed early this morning for our guests, Lord, I thank you for them. And I pray that you're blessed in everything that be said and done in here today for the singing, for the music, for the offering, for every prayer For everything that's going on, God, we dedicate it, we give it to you because we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, Susan.
2: He lives, He lives. Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives, He lives salvation to impart. You ask me how? I know he lives. let say it together. He lives within my heart. Let's stand and sing that.
3: most gracious Heavenly Father, we just come, Lord, just giving you the praise and the glory, Lord, for everything that you bless us with. You give us so much, Lord, and just ask for so little in return. We just ask that you be with these tithes and offerings and be with upbuilding building this kingdom, Lord, and for this church, Lord. Go with us, guide us, and direct us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. <laughs>
0: Okay, y'all, our children are coming to sing for us this morning, and immediately following their singing is uh, our bucket brigade. Now, if you don't know what that is, um, our bucket brigade, these kids, from the minute, they're, they're going to get a bucket, and they're going to come around to you, and they want all your pocket change you've got. Uh, and the money goes into our children's ministry, and uh, it's been a great success. So that's what it'll be about when they finish singing. Um, they will be getting buckets and uh, coming to visit you and me, okay? So don't give all you got at one time because they may come back by. You know, I've seen them do that. If they don't get it the first round, they'll go back around and do it again. Okay, John?
3: All right. Thank you, Pastor. Yes, we are here again in the service. I'm so glad to be here with you today. We are here to proclaim that God will make a way. Amen? Amen. When there's no way, God will make a way. We have three soloists today. Rowan and Maddie are singing solos again for us today, but we have a new soloist today, Mr. Easton over here. And uh, be praying for these guys because the nerves try to get them a little bit, but I think they're going to be great. And uh, just just pray for us as we sing. Thank you.
0: Take paper money. <laughs> All right, y'all ready? One, two, three. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Brantley. Will you?
2: And what a beautiful, beautiful part of the service this morning. Let's stand and continue our service by singing Down at the Cross.
0: Time for our intercessory prayer time. Brother Danny Boggs uh, will be coming to lead us this morning. If you want to come to the altar, join us at the altar. We'd we'll be, be glad for you to come. If you feel like you don't want to stay in the pew, then that's okay too. If you want to join hands with somebody, but we need to continue praying for our government, of, government officials, our military, our law enforcement, our first responders, our fire and rescue people, uh, our farmers, our doctors and nurses, our students, our bus drivers, our, t- our teachers and principals, um, our choir. Continue to pray for Kim Crenshaw, Tony Black, our homebound, Mr. Billy Martin, uh, Miss Judy Davis, um, our ladies that are expecting babies, uh, our music search committee for rain. And for Izzy uh, uh, Montez, uh, Cindy Speed, uh, Jason Dickert, uh, Mike O'Shields, and Robin, I know I'm not going to say this right, Protreat, God knows who that person is, Um, but much to be prayed about. Y'all, I don't have to tell you that our country is is very unrest. As a lot could be said, God knows what's on your heart this morning, so if you want to come to the altar and join me, it would be fine. Brother Danny, you come and lead us this morning. Okay, let's let's pray this
4: morning. Father, we thank you for, again, the privilege to be in your house and uh, the occasion which brings us together. We we especially thank you, Lord, for the visitors who have uh, shown up here, the new faces. We are so thankful to have them here and uh, pray that they would be uh, feel welcome here and, and find it uh, a home for them. Uh, we lift up now, Lord, the prayer list that's been mentioned. There's so many people on the list, Lord. Uh, uh, some are not members, but some are members. We, when we just lift them all up to you and ask that your hand would be upon each and every one as you uh, see fit to deal in their lives, Lord, if it be your will, we pray, Lord, that you would heal them up and allow them to once again enter your house at the appointed time. And Father, we thank you for allowing our children to go back to school, and we pray, Lord, that you would bless them, bless the teachers, and just allow the transition into school to be good for them. We pray, Lord, that you would bless the leadership at school and just be with the parents as they guide their their children through uh, through this time, uh, especially, Lord, since uh, we are dealing still with the pandemic, and we just pray that you would um, somehow, Lord, intervene in that. And, and uh, if it be thy will, uh, draw a conclusion to it uh, and allow us all to, to get back to our lives. We especially thank you, Lord, for protecting our church during this time. And uh, thankfully, Lord, we... Are not aware of anyone here that's suffering with it, and we just uh, give you the thanks the praise, honor, and glory for that as well. Uh, we lift up the preaching to you today, Lord. We pray that the, uh, the Word would be uh, uh, fresh and anew on our hearts and our minds, and we pray, Lord, that you would just uh, allow your, your Holy Spirit to dwell throughout the, the, the building, Lord, as, as each one of us are, are hearing uh, the Word today. And, uh, again, we just uh, pray that uh, everything that's said and done here, be done in accordance to your will. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
6: Oh. Uh-huh.
0: Thank you, choir, oh, for a thousand tongues to sing in honor of the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. There's none come before him, there's none coming after him, he's coming. I hope you're ready. I hope you're prepared. You've talked to your lost friends. You've talked to your lost family members. It's an urgent time. If you have your Bibles, I invite you to turn with us to the Gospel of John, the Gospel of John, chapter fourteen. Be reading verses fifteen through twenty-one. All of these words should be in red in your Bible if you have a red-letter edition. Of course, that's Jesus speaking, and this is what he says. If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, (coughs) that he may abide with you forever. Get that word forever. He's not going to leave us. He's not going to forsake us. He's going to be there with us forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not. Now the world, meaning the lost crowd, okay? The only, only thing they see concerning the Lord Jesus is you and me that are saved and the life that we live before them. Neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But ye shall see me, because I live, ye shall live also. At that day ye shall know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. He that hath, he that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father. And I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Father, I pray that you'd help us to do our best to live before you and live before the world that they might hear and that they might see Jesus. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. I got to where I don't want to look at the news anymore because our entire world um, is is unrest. There is unrest. Possibly, you know, to think about it, uh, your or my home may be at unrest. You know, there's so much going on in our uh, our community, uh, in our county, our state. The United States, the world, you know, you can't turn the TV on without hearing about killings and shootings and on and on it goes. It's it's, it's getting worse instead of better. And we, not only this morning, but in our household every morning we pray for our law enforcement. I wouldn't want their job. There's not enough money there for that. But we have men and women who are doing it every day to enforce the law. And it seems like the more they try to enforce the law, the more they're shot down. You know, where are we as citizens? You know, (laughs) Cain asked God, am I my brother's keeper? You better believe you are. We've got to help them. We've got to be on guard. You know, it's not just enough for, for our own little surroundings at our, our house, but it's, it's, it's others. You know, I, I, I appreciate our neighbors that a lot of times will call and say, hey, are y'all home? Yeah. Well, I didn't know. I just saw some activity around your place that didn't look exactly right. Yeah, we're home. Hey, we need to look out. The Bible teaches for us to look out for one another. Uh, You know, when I I think about uh, unrest, even when our Lord walked the face of this earth, there was unrest. I mean, He couldn't even rest. In fact, He said, I don't have anywhere to lay my head. Unrest. Unsettled. Psalm 37, uh, verse 7 says simply this, Rest in the Lord. That's the only place you're going to find any rest, by the way. Rest for your soul. Now these bodies, hey, they're waxing old and they're wearing out. You know, sometimes we hurt from our big toe all the way to the top of our head. I mean, hey. <laughs> We're not put here to stay. Isaiah 26.3 says, Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace. Did you get that? perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee for one reason, because he trusteth in thee. Do you trust the Lord? You know, I, I, I trust the Lord. But a lot of public places I go outside of here, I wear a mask. I trust the Lord, but I wear a mask. Get in a boat. Hey, I trust the Lord, but I got life jackets. Hello? Hello? You know, we trust the Lord, but there are other things that we can do to to help life and help physical beings and help those that are round about us. Philippians four seven and the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. You know I've looked at this many times. As I get older, the more pills I'm on. And you know, I'm not having any side effects except I'm heart and lungs and stomach wise, I feel better. Heart, lungs, stomach, ain't much else left, are there? I feel better. You know, you know when your heart hurts, you know when it's tough to breathe, you know when things aren't settled down in here. So, I I thought about this. I I reckon they make pills for everything. You know, just to name a few, they make pills for the headache. They make pills for the backache, stomachache, arthritis, bursitis. (laughs) They make pills to help you remember. They make pills to help you forget. They make pills to help you breathe. They make pills to keep you getting pregnant. They make pills to thin your blood down. They make pills to thicken it up. They make pills to slow your heart down. They make pills to speed it up. They make pills where you can get on a high. They make pills where you make you go to the bathroom. They make pills to make you stop going to the bathroom. <laughs> they make pills to help you sleep. They make pills to wake you up, stay awake. They make pills to help you not want to eat. They make pills to help you want to eat. Now, they probably don't make this pill, but I thought about this. They make pills to help you remember to take the pill. <laughs> Anything to do something with a pill, you know. It's just like the world says, if I, could, if I had a pill to take. Well, they make pills to raise your blood pressure. They make pills to, to lower the blood pressure. They even make pills for swimming pools. I got an electric train that you can put a peel in the, in the smokestack and when it starts up it, it goes to smoking. Now I know all of you, I can remember in days that I, I didn't, only peel I took if I had a headache, that was it. But now I'm not exaggerating. You can count them. I am not exaggerating. I, I probably near 12 pills every morning. I asked the doctor, what's this for? Oh, that's for your heart. Okay, what about this? And what, what's this for? Well, that's for your heart. Seems like everything's for the heart. And I'm thinking, what is the heart of the matter here? I mean, it's pills, you know? And, and sometimes he puts me on a, another pill, and, and, and when I get to go to the pharmacist and, and get them, and, and there's one little pill, I mean, it's not, it's, it's half the size of a number two a pencil eraser. I'm thinking, what could that little guy do? But I found out if you don't take that little guy, the big guy will let you know, hey, you forgot to take this pill. At night, seven or eight, but I sleep so good. But I'm not taking a pill to sleep. You understand? I'm serious now. I don't take no pill to sleep. I don't take no pill for my nerves. But sometime I'll tell folks, and I'll do it in front of Lynn. I say, you turn my nerves all to pieces. Lynn said, you ain't got no nerves. May not. I won't do it. But recently, one of my young'uns sent me a picture of a one-man helicopter. It says this thing had not been used, but one time it's sitting in the barn. It's $27,000. So the other young'un sends that young'un a thought, do, do not show this to Daddy. Airplane's flying over. I look up at it. a oh, man, a lie. And the other one says, you don't need that. I said, listen, I could take off right here in the field. He said, yeah, one time. Pills. You know, uh, listen, yes, I'm taking a lot of them. Uh, th- and, and all of them with the exception of two, that's a baby aspirin and, and, a, and a vitamin. It's all prescription stuff, okay? And, and so, you know, uh, a long story short, I started out at the Mayo Clinic in Jacksonville, Florida. Went through all manner of tests. Now, I was in bad shape when they hauled me down there. I mean, I didn't want to live, I didn't want to work, I had no energy, <clears throat> I had a lot of pain. But between that doctor and Mayo and my heart doctor here and my regular doctor, all three worked together, which was amazing. They all three worked together and got me on the right medications. Hey, every time I go now, my my, my blood pressure's good, a heart rate's good. You don't hear a thing in these big dogs that pumps the blood in and out. Uh, whatever you want to call them things. They, they're clear. Uh, I have asthma, but they don't hear any wheezing. And I thank God for that. And, and most of it can be contributed. Now listen, don't misunderstand. To the peels that God gave somebody of smartness to make that peel. But. I don't want no pill that, that causes me not to know which day it is or or which ends up. I don't want that kind of pill. I don't need that kind of pill. I'm on a high already with Jesus. So what I what do I need, a pill, to get me pumped up, okay? I don't need to be pumped up. I don't need to be cared for and, and babied. And, and, you know, I don't need that. But I need... Is the Lord Jesus Christ to continue to guide my life and help me through life's storms? God's peace in life's storm. Let me tell you, I guarantee you there's not a household in here that doesn't have a storm going on of some kind. They are at the house, there's storms. There's always decisions. There's always this to to take care of and and appointments here and and appointments there. And I'm thinking, how in the world did, did I even have time to work a public job? Because the older I get, the more appointments. Well, praise the Lord right now, I'm six months away from the next one if I live to see that. But, you know, it's it's one thing after another. Storms will come. Listen, I'll guarantee you there's probably not a household in here that's not experiencing some kind of storm. (coughs) Now, you know what I picture peace like? I picture peace of a mother bird sitting on a nest with babies under her and her nest is built on a limb that's reaching out over a waterfall that's rotten. And because of the the pressure from the water falling, that limb is doing up and down. but she's sitting there at peace, taking care of her babies. You know, no matter what kind of storm comes, we need to trust the Lord. We don't I I don't ask for these storms. You know, when, when, uh, when Lynn's daddy had a stroke and had cancer and, and ended up dying with a heart attack, all those days were not easy. It was a storm in the family. And next was my mother with cancer. Six weeks, she was gone, but it was a six-week storm. Listen, just because I'm a preacher, a pastor, doesn't make me immune to trouble. There are trouble in every camp that you come up on. Now, you may not admit you've got trouble, but listen, there, there is somewhere you're either in a storm or you've just come out of a storm or you're headed for a storm. Now, you think about it. Are you living for the Lord Jesus? Is your life one that uh exemplifies so others can say... I, I wish my marriage or I wish my life, I wish my children, I wish my parents were this and that. You know, first of all, when I think of God's peace and life's storm, the first thing that I want to make mention of is the promise of the Spirit. You should find that in your little outline. that's in the, in the bulletin there. The promise of His Spirit. This is verses 15 uh, through 17. Jesus talking about love here. He's talking about his commandments here. He's talking about his Father. You see, he had a perfect communication with his Father. Okay, he fixes it today so you and I can have perfect communication with God the Father. You may not know what to pray or how to pray. That's where Jesus comes in. He's our advocate. Don't worry about what you pray, how you pray, but pray. And pray to the God of all gods. And that's our creator. Who's still on his throne by the way. And still in charge of this world. You know I didn't play basketball in high school. Except in gym where we played. But I think of the world. Like a basketball. You know we're going down the court. And it's just a slow dribble. We're going down the court. But all of a sudden. The enemy. The other side starts, and then you start dribbling faster and faster and faster, and there's somebody always after the ball so they can be shot. Listen, I feel this way, that the enemy is coming against us. It is against us, and we're dribbling as hard as we can go, and we're throwing it at the goal. Listen, the only way that basket is going to be made, if you're trusting in God for His support, for His ability, the promise of his spirit a couple of things underneath there you will see this, this the spirit of comfort i'm thankful when i lay down at night listen y'all i don't have to hope i'm saved i don't have to hope i'm gonna wake up i don't i don't i, I already done took my pills I, I lay down and i don't say to heart right, now heart please please don't quit beating in the night now lungs Continue to take in oxygen because I'm just to be off the page. I'm going to sleep. It keeps on going. Get up in the morning, thank the Lord for a good night's rest. Or a good night. You say, well, my night wasn't good, but you're still here. Amen. So it's the spirit of comfort. He gives us an example there in the scripture about love uh, he gives us a, equipment. He's a He's an advocate. Uh, and when we think about that advocate, uh, verse 16, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter. You know that, I don't, listen, I don't know Greek, I don't know Hebrew, but I, I do know this, that, that comforter in the Greek is a paracletus. A paraclete, that means one called alongside. Now the first time I heard the word paraclete, I thought, I said, what, what in the world is a paraclete? So I began to just sort of research and that's what it is. It's the Spirit of God. It's that comforter that comes alongside. So Uh, This preacher was preaching, and this is some of the things he said. You may not know what a paraclete is, but I bet you know what a pair of pliers are. He said you can take a pair of pliers and loosen up or tighten up or hold something. He said you may not know what a paraclete is, but I bet you know what a pair of shoes are. Because, listen, I don't want to kick one off and just have one on. You, You be walking like this right here, and the one without the shoe on, it's going to get hurt. So you may never heard of a a paraclete, but I bet you've heard of a parasol. What do you use a parasol for? To keep the rain off or to keep the sun off? It's a shield. And that's what the Holy Spirit of God is. That's what a paraclete is. You may never heard of a paraclete, but I bet you've heard of a parachute. If you're going to jump out of an airplane, you make sure it's a good parachute so it can let you down. Real gentle. You may not have heard of a paraclete, but I bet you've heard of a paratrooper. He'll come right down for your protection. You may not have heard of a paraclete, but I bet you've heard of a paramedic. You know what? A paramedic will come to where you are. The Holy Spirit of God will come to where you are. If you have him in, his, in your heart, he's already there. And he will work and, and walk you through the storms of life that you have. But you've got to trust him. It's, it's not something that's automatically uh, going to happen. It's not something that's automatically going to take place. But we've got to trust him. So we see the spirit of comfort. Then there's the spirit of truth. Also, in your outline there, the spirit of truth. Why do people want to lie? You know, we tell one lie, and then we got to tell another lie to, to back up that lie, and the third lie, and the first thing you know, we don't forget what the first lie was. Two little boys had thrown a rock, or somebody had thrown a rock and broke a window in the church. And the preacher saw it happen, and he went outside and called the boys in Wanted it together, first of all. And he said, which one of you boys threw that rock? Neither one would admit it. So he sent one of the little boys out. The only one was there. He asked the little boy, "Say, said, where's God? The little boy just shoved his shoulder. You know. He said, I don't know. Well, if you don't know, maybe your buddy knows. So you go out and tell him to come in and you stay out. And he come in and he asks the same question. Where is God? saying it. He didn't know. So, the preacher says, I tell you what, you go out here and join your buddy, y'all talk about it, and come back in here because somebody's got to confess. They went out together. <clears throat> they pulled themselves aside. They said, what are we going to do? He said, I don't know. I said, God's missing, and he the preacher don't even know where he's at. <laughs> you know? You got to get right to the point. You, you know, you do one thing, and it costs you to do something else. Listen, the devil will take you further than you intend to go. He will cause you to spend more than you intended to spend and will cause you to stay longer than you intended on staying. And then you've got to answer for all of that. Life is tough, let me tell you. Uh, you know, the storms of life, not only the promise of the Spirit here, but secondly, there's a promise of His presence. Verses 18, I will not leave you comfortless. Hey, I'm not going to leave you without that paraclete. I'm not going to leave you without the support that you need. You know, it don't make no difference what you are, who you are, what you are in society. Hey, I thought this was a, uh, well, it, it was a joke, okay? Boy, I tell it, it was a joke. I went in Bennett's. Rental place over on 123. I walked in, I saw this guy. His face was very familiar, but I couldn't recall his name. He spoke to me, "Hey, Kenny, how you doing?" I said, "I'm doing good." Man behind the counter said, "Sir, can I help you?" My friend there says, "Hey, you know who that is?" He said, uh, "Yeah." I said that's uh, Kenny Owen. He said, "No, no, I ain't." T- or, "Do you know who this is?" He said, well, I know he's Kenya. He said, let me tell you, he's a legend here in this county. Yeah. Oh, my so Man, that's just, <laughs> I told Lynn that. She said, are you crazy? I said, no, it was the truth. <laughs> so, in a joking way, every once in a while, I'll tell Lynn. I said, don't you forget, I'm a legend here. <laughs> you know, he, he, uh, uh, there's the promise of his presence If you don't feel his presence, then there's something wrong with your relationship with God. He wants you and I to know that he's present, that he is here for us. And when we, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) when we think about that, the promise of the presence, you see, the disciples uh, here, uh, the disciples are reassured in verse 18. He said, I'll never leave you alone. The second thing there, we see the declaration of resurrection. He lives in us. He lives in us. You know that's a blessing? That's a miracle that, that that God would choose us to live in. Hey, if you're saved, the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. The third thing there in this promise of His presence is from despair to revelation. Verse 20. At that day ye shall know that I am in my Father and ye in me and I in you. That day is the day of resurrection. That day is the day when Jesus comes back and raises the dead in Christ and takes us. If we're walking around as a Christian at that time, he'll take us up to meet them in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wow, what a promise Well, let me give you a third and a last. We're talking about God's peace in life's storm. Not only is it the promise of the Spirit and the promise of His presence, but there's also the promise of His love. Look at, look at verse 21. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. Who in their right mind would not want to love Jesus? And he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him and will make myself visible unto him. It's a part of the game of life, the game of love. You see the, the promise of love here. First of all, you see the pattern of Obedience. Now, what does that have to do with the pattern of obedience is keeping the commandments. That's what he said there in the the beginning. In verse 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. If you love me. The second there, we not only see the pattern of obedience, but there's the proof of obedience. He said, if you love me, my Father is going to love you. Hey. I love that. I love that, 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 that pattern. I love that proof. But also there's the privilege. The privilege of obedience. Uh, Lynn, through the years, taught her students. 29 years. And she had a saying. Think twice or pay the price. You know, that's good advice to us adults. Think twice or pay the price. You know, I think back. I wish I had a thought twice. But no, I didn't. I made the choice without thinking, and I'm still paying the price. The Bible says that God will chasten every son whom he loves. And I've had many of them, and I'm not immune to them and I think about that. I think of the privilege that God gives me just to be obedient to Him. You know, in in life, when I was when I was growing up, I learned early on if I dis if I would only obey my daddy, things went so much better. If you just obey Daddy, yeah, hey, whatever he says, I'll do it. You know, that's pretty good advice for our, us as husbands. Whatever she says, I'll do it. <laughs> At least you won't have to take nothing back. I did what you said to (laughs) do. Yeah, but you didn't do it the way I wanted it done. Well, how are you supposed to know if you don't get told? God, through the Holy Spirit of God, through Jesus, tells us how to make it happen, Captain. He tells us how to make it happen. And I want to be obedient. Uh, You know, to love Jesus is to love enough to care for one another. If you can't love one another, you ain't loving God. I'm sorry, that's the way it is. You ain't loving one another, you ain't loving God. You ain't loving one another, you don't, you're don't. you not honoring the Lord Jesus Christ. Because he paid it all. He paid it all for you and for me. Jesus said, peace I leave with you. That peace is always positive. It's always positive. Peace I leave with you is positive peace. He said, my peace I give unto you, not that the pill can give you, not as the world can give you, but I give you peace that passeth all understanding. Only Jesus can satisfy our soul. Sometimes we may have ill feelings toward Somebody. Jesus said, You know, if you don't get that straightened out, my Father's not going to hear your prayers. In fact, when you pray, I hear them first and I pass it on to my Father. So I'm not your filter so you can get by. But I'm the one you're following, so you get it right with your neighbor, get it right with your brothers and your sisters. You know, I've thought about eternity more so now probably than ever before. I told you this earlier. I've had 14 funerals this year so far. 14 funerals. People constantly dying. What is it like to pass from here to the other side? That's what we've been dealing with on Sunday night. What is it like to pass from here to the other side? Listen, there's no in between, y'all. To leave here without Jesus is like staying in a house fire and burning up. It's not a good idea to leave here without the Lord. Only the heart of Jesus, implanted in you and me through the Holy Spirit of God, is going to answer the storms of life. You know, many of those storms, y'all, we don't ask for. They just come. We don't ask for them. But on the other hand, sometimes our decision brings about storms that disrupts our life and carries us into places that we wish we'd have never went. But we have a loving God who will forgive us if we ask. Jesus paid the price. He paid it all. One drop of blood was all it would have took to save you or me. But he gave it all to cover every person who'd ever come. There's room at the cross for everybody. Whosoever will, the Bible says, let him come and take of this water of life freely. Free. It's free. So what's salvation going to cost me? Just simply give in. Turn your life over to Jesus. Jesus. It don't mean you won't have storms of life. And the storms may not end the way you want them to. But he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Trust the Lord with it. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for your love, for your grace, your mercy. And Lord, thank you for assurance that you are not going to leave us, that you are there for us. And all you ask us to do is to love you. And love your commandments. Keep the commandments as best we can. And we know the word says if you break one, you've broken them all. But God, I thank you that you are a loving, heavenly Father who stands ready to forgive. Thank you for Jesus, for his death upon the cross, for his resurrection, and for God to prepare us a place. Father, bless our people, speak to hearts, and may your will be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Whatever reason you might want to come to the altar, it doesn't matter what the reason is. Bring your storm to the altar. Bring your storm to the altar this morning and leave it there. So God can deal with it. And He will if you bring it to Him. Susan, what are we singing? Amen. Thank you this morning for your presence and your attention. If you would, pass your care cards uh, to the closest aisle. Um, some of our ushers will be by to pick these up. And uh, Sandra, would you come and prepare to dismiss us, please? Um, tonight, we're looking at the appointment. The Bible said it is appointed on a man once to die, and after this, the judgment, the appointment. We all have one, and you won't cancel that appointment. You won't be late for that appointment. So I invite you encourage you be back tonight. I hope you'll have a good afternoon. Uh, we'll have much, much more to say next Sunday about our baptism, uh, what and where and what have you. Uh, Brother Tim and me are going up first of the week and uh, meeting one of the rangers there to take us to I guess one or two or three spots, and we're going to get out in the water and check it out. So uh, we're looking forward to that. And uh, as soon as we get our baptistry fixed, those of you that want to be baptized in here, uh, we'll be doing that. Okay? All right. I hope you have a good afternoon, and we love you. Oh, and don't forget, Brother Sammy Anderson is not feeling good today, so pray for Brother Sammy.
5: Sammy. Let's pray. Father, God, just again, thank you for just the privilege to come into your house and just sit at your feet for a while. And, God, I pray for any storms that are going on within these four walls. God, I just pray that your peace would be there. God, your hand of comfort. And, God, that whoever, God, just needs a touch, God would just ask, and you're there. God, I just pray for our little ones that are going back to school Tomorrow, God, bless them, keep them. God, go all around them. And just your presence would be in the school with the teachers and the administrators. God, I just pray that you would bless them and keep them safe, God. Pray for all the prayer requests that have not been spoken this morning. Um, God, you know them, and we trust that you're going to take care of them. God, just bring us back to your house tonight. And Lord, we just love you and we praise you. And again, just thank you for the privilege to sit at your feet. In Jesus' name, amen.